Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Do you want to know what your diet is for chronic kidney disease? Chronic kidney disease, commonly referred to as CKD, is a progressive condition where the kidneys gradually lose their ability to function effectively. The kidneys are vital organs responsible for filtering waste products, excess fluids, and various toxins from our bloodstream. When they don't work as they should, harmful substances can build up in the body, leading to a range of health complications. The importance of diet and managing CKD cannot be overstated. As the disease progresses through its various stages, dietary needs and restrictions change. By understanding and adhering to these dietary guidelines, individuals with CKD can significantly influence the progression of the disease, manage symptoms, and improve their overall quality of life. This guide aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the CKD diet across its different stages, offering insights, recommendations, and practical tips. In today's video, we'll embark on the comprehensive journey through the world of chronic kidney disease and its dietary implications. Our exploration will be structured around four different themes. Stages of CKD. We'll delve into the progression of CKD from its earliest signs to the advanced stages, understanding the unique challenges and considerations for each phase. Dietary management. A deep dive into the dietary adjustments essential for CKD management. From protein restrictions to fluid balance, we'll uncover the nuances of nutrition that can support kidney function and overall well-being. Holistic care approach. CKD isn't just about the kidneys. We'll explore the multidisciplinary approach to care, emphasizing the importance of teamwork, continuous monitoring, and addressing both physical and emotional needs. ESRD options. We're going to look at the options you have for treatment once you reach end-stage renal disease and how your options affect your dietary needs. Join us as we navigate through the complexities of CKD, armed with knowledge, insights, and actionable strategies to support kidney health. You might be wondering about who I am and why I'm qualified to talk about this. If you're someone living with chronic kidney disease, I've got great news for you. Hello, I'm Mathia Ford, a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in chronic kidney disease and owner of renaldiethq.com. I specialize in helping people just like you improve their health by making simple yet delicious changes to your meals. Together, we can transform your eating habits, boost your overall well-being, and ensure that you're enjoying every bite along the way. Say goodbye to bland and boring meals and hello to a healthier, more vibrant life. Let's get started on this incredible journey to better health together. Visit renaldiethq.com today and take the first step towards a healthier lifestyle. Now let's get started. Our kidneys are remarkable organs that play a pivotal role in maintaining our body's internal equilibrium. They regulate fluid balance, filter out toxins and waste from the bloodstream, and manage essential electrolytes like sodium, potassium, and calcium. Furthermore, kidneys are integral in the production of vital hormones that regulate blood pressure, red blood cell production, and calcium metabolism. When it comes to nutrition, kidneys help in the metabolism of various nutrients, ensuring that our body utilizes what it needs and excretes the excess. However, in CKD, as the kidney function diminishes, they can't filter or process nutrients as effectively. This is why understanding the connection between diet and kidney health becomes paramount. The foods we consume can either alleviate 
the strain on the kidneys or exacerbate the condition, making dietary choices a crucial component in CKD management. You can watch our video about the functions of the kidneys linked here as part of our CKD Compass series. Stage 1 CKD is the initial phase of the disease. At this stage, there's evidence of kidney damage, but the glomerular filtration rate, or GFR, remains normal or even high. GFR is a measure of how well the kidneys are filtering waste from the blood. A normal GFR indicates efficient kidney function. In stage 1, the damage to the kidneys is often detected through other means, such as the presence of protein in the urine or physical damage seen in imaging tests. Despite the normal GFR, it's essential to start monitoring one's diet closely. Key dietary considerations include controlling related diseases like heart disease and diabetes, keeping sodium intake in check to manage your blood pressure, and being mindful of how much you eat to manage your weight. Early detection and appropriate dietary and lifestyle changes can significantly slow the progression of CKD, emphasizing the importance of awareness and proactive management from the very beginning. In the early stages of CKD, particularly stage one, the kidneys are still relatively efficient at filtering waste and maintaining balance. However, subtle changes in dietary habits can make a significant difference in slowing the progression of the disease. Protein is a vital nutrient, but excessive intake can strain the kidneys. It's essential to consume an adequate amount, preferably from lean sources like fish, poultry, and plant-based proteins. Sodium, commonly found in salt, can elevate blood pressure, further stressing the kidneys. Reducing sodium intake involves not just cutting back on table salt, but also being aware of hidden sodium processed in processed foods, canned goods, and certain beverages. In stage one, it's more about awareness and monitoring than strict restriction. As we transition into stage two of CKD, the glomerular filtration rate experiences a mild decrease, indicating a further reduction in kidney function. This stage is a continuation of the early phase of the disease where kidney damage is evident, but symptoms might still be minimal or non-existent. Regular checkups and tests can reveal the presence of more protein in the urine or other signs of kidney damage. It's a critical juncture where proactive measures, both in terms of diet and overall health management, can influence the disease's trajectory. The focus remains on preserving kidney function, managing potential risk factors like hypertension or diabetes, and setting the stage for dietary adjustments that might become more stringent in the subsequent stages. With the progression into stage 2 CKD, dietary considerations become more nuanced. Overconsumption can lead to weight gain and exacerbate conditions like diabetes, a significant risk factor for CKD. Many people follow the DASH diet during this stage, a revolutionary approach designed specifically to lower high blood pressure and promote heart health. DASH, standing for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, is not just another fad diet, but a well-researched and holistic way to eat. However, its benefits extend beyond just blood pressure regulation. Rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins, the DASH diet emphasizes reduced sodium intake, making it particularly beneficial for those in the early stages of CKD. Central to the DASH diet is an emphasis on whole foods like fruits, vegetables, lean protein, and whole grains, while minimizing sodium, sugary drinks, and red meats. To follow it, you'll focus on consuming the right serving sizes from various food groups, 
ensuring you get the essential nutrients without the harmful additives. Daily doses of nuts, seeds, and legumes, an abundance of colorful vegetables and fruits, lean meats like poultry and fish, and an intentional reduction in sodium will be your new norm. By following the DASH diet, individuals with stage 1 and stage 2 CKD can manage their blood pressure, reduce the risk of heart disease, and support overall kidney health. Moreover, the diet promotes the consumption of potassium-rich foods, which can help balance sodium levels and reduce strain on the kidneys. And remember, while diet plays a critical role, complementing it with regular physical activity will maximize the benefits. At this point, you're still trying to eat a variety of foods and manage any chronic illnesses you might have to help slow the progression of CKD. Protein intake continues to be a focal point with the emphasis on quality over quantity. Hydration is another crucial aspect. While fluid restrictions aren't typically necessary at this stage, maintaining adequate hydration supports kidney function and helps in the elimination of waste products. Additionally, being mindful of over-the-counter medications and supplements is essential as some can be harmful to compromised kidneys. If you have found this video so far engaging, informative, and useful, we would greatly appreciate your support. By hitting the subscribe button, you can ensure that you never miss out on any future updates, insights, or exciting content that we have in store for you. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Stage 3 CKD represents a pivotal moment in the progression of kidney disease. At this juncture, the glomerular filtration rate goes undergoes a more pronounced decrease, falling between 30 to 59 milliliters per minute. This decline is not just a numerical change. It's a sign that the kidneys are losing their efficiency at a faster rate. Patients may start to notice symptoms such as fatigue, fluid retention, and changes in urine output. It's also a stage where complications like anemia and bone disease can begin to manifest. That often happens more pronounced in later stages. The silver lining is that with the right interventions, the progression can still be slowed down. Dietary adjustments play a crucial role in this. The kidneys already compromised need all the support they can get. This stage calls for a more proactive approach, not just in terms of diet, but also in monitoring and managing associated health conditions. Stage 3 CKD is a critical phase in the progression of the kidney disease, and it's further divided into two categories, stage 3A and stage 3B. Stage 3A is characterized by a GFR of 45 to 59 milliliters per minute, while stage 3B has a GFR of 30 to 44 milliliters per minute. This distinction is essential as the severity of kidney function decline is more pronounced in stage 3B, necessitating more stringent dietary adjustments. One of the primary dietary considerations in stage 3 CKD is protein restriction. Protein is vital for body repair and muscle building, but its metabolism produces waste products that the kidneys need to filter out. In CKD, especially in the advanced stages, excessive protein can overburden the already compromised kidneys. For patients in stage 3A, a moderate protein intake is often recommended. This means consuming about 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. However, as one progresses to stage 3B, further protein restriction might be necessary, with intake recommendations dropping to 0.6 grams per kilogram of body weight. If you don't know your weight in kilograms, divide your weight in pounds by 2.2, and then you would multiply that number by 0.8 to get the grams of protein you can eat per day, or 0.6 if you're looking at stage 3B. 
Meat, fish, and poultry are typically seven grams of protein per ounce of meat. So if you have a three ounce piece of meat, that would be 21 grams of protein about. Beans and legumes are also sources of protein and you should read your labels to understand the amount of protein in each portion. It's not just about quantity, but also quality. High quality protein sources such as lean meats, fish, eggs, and soy products are preferred as they provide essential amino acids with less waste production. Plant-based proteins like beans and lentils are also beneficial. Sodium, a mineral often taken for granted, comes under scrutiny. Excessive sodium can exacerbate high blood pressure, a condition that further strains the kidneys. It's not just about cutting back on salt. It's about being vigilant of hidden sources of sodium in processed foods, sauces, and even some beverages. Limiting your intake of sodium to 2,000 milligrams or less is very important. Potassium, which is essential for heart function, needs careful monitoring. While it's crucial, imbalanced potassium levels can lead to heart irregularities. The challenge lies in striking the right balance, ensuring adequate intake without overloading the already stressed kidneys. This stage underscores the importance of individualized dietary plans tailored to the patient's unique needs and health profile. We have those on our website at renaldiethq.com. As CKD progresses, it's crucial for individuals to work closely with a nephrologist to manage and potentially slow the disease's advancement. Stage 4 CKD is often considered the advanced stage of kidney disease, characterized by a severe decrease in GFR, which now falls between 50 to 29 milliliters per minute. This decline is a clear signal of substantial kidney damage. The kidney's diminished capacity means they can no longer filter waste and excess fluids effectively, leading to a buildup of toxins in the body. Symptoms become more pronounced, ranging from swelling in the limbs, difficulty in concentrating, to a metallic taste in the mouth. It's also a stage where the risk of cardiovascular disease increases significantly. The looming reality for many patients in this stage is the potential need for dialysis or kidney transplant in the near future. However, with rigorous care, dietary management, and medical intervention, it's possible to prolong kidney function and delay the onset of end-stage renal disease. Fluid intake becomes a focal point. As the kidney's filtering capacity diminishes, they struggle to remove excess fluids, leading to swelling, high blood pressure, and shortness of breath. Patients are advised to monitor and often limit their fluid intake, which includes not just water, but also soups, fruits with high water content, and beverages. Protein restriction, which began in the earlier stages, becomes even more crucial. While the body still needs protein for essential functions, the emphasis shifts to consuming high-quality protein sources in measured amounts. This means prioritizing lean meats, fish, and plant-based proteins, while also being mindful of their total daily intake. Limits may vary depending on your condition, weight, and if you have diabetes, but still remain between 0.6 and 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. Sodium continues to be restricted, and potassium is often restricted as well, depending on your labs. Calcium and phosphorus balance is another critical aspect. As kidney function declines, phosphorus levels in the blood can rise, leading to bone and heart complications. Dietary phosphorus found in dairy products, beans, and nuts may need to be limited. Simultaneously, calcium intake may need adjustment, often in conjunction with vitamin D supplements to support bone health. As CKD progresses towards its final stages, the possibility of dialysis becomes more imminent. Dialysis is a treatment that artificially filters and cleans the blood while the kidneys can no longer perform this function. 
Preparing for dialysis is not just about understanding the procedure, but also about making dietary and lifestyle adjustments to ensure the best possible outcomes. Dietary preparations often involve further restrictions on potassium and phosphorus. High potassium levels can affect your heart rhythm, while elevated phosphorus can impact bone health. Additionally, sodium and fluid restrictions become even more stringent to reduce the workload on the kidneys and manage symptoms. It's also a time to understand the different types of dialysis, hemodialysis and peritoneal dialysis, and how they influence dietary needs. For instance, patients on hemodialysis might need to increase their protein intake due to protein loss during the procedure. On the other hand, peritoneal dialysis can lead to increased absorption of glucose, impacting blood sugar levels. End-stage renal disease, or ESRD, represents the last stage of CKD. At this point, the kidneys have lost almost all of their filtering capacity with the GFR below 15 milliliters per minute. Dialysis or kidney transplant becomes not just an option, but a necessity for survival. The journey to ESRD is marked by a myriad of symptoms from fatigue and weakness to nausea and cognitive impairments. Dietary management becomes paramount not just to support dwindling kidney function, but also to manage these symptoms and improve the overall quality of life. Fluid, sodium, potassium, and phosphorus restrictions remain at the forefront of dietary considerations. However, individualized dietary plans become even more crucial, taking into account the patient's overall health, coexisting conditions, and the chosen method of treatment, be it dialysis or transplant. End-stage renal disease is a challenging phase in the CKD journey. The kidneys are now operating at less than 10% of their normal function, making dietary management paramount. Fluid restrictions become even more stringent. Excess fluid can lead to edema, high blood pressure, and even heart failure. Patients are often advised to limit their fluid intake to a specific amount daily, which includes all beverages and foods with high water content. Potassium levels need meticulous monitoring. Elevated potassium can lead to dangerous heart rhythms. Foods high in potassium, like bananas, oranges, and potatoes, might need to be limited or avoided. Similarly, phosphorus found in dairy, beans, and nuts can accumulate in the body, affecting bone health and leading to skin itching. Many patients require phosphate binders, medications that bind to dietary phosphorus, preventing them from being absorbed. Protein intake in ESRD is a delicate balance. While protein is essential for body repair and immune function, its metabolism produces waste that the kidneys struggle to filter. However, due to losses during dialysis, protein needs might increase. The key is to choose high-quality protein sources and consume them in the right amounts. A kidney transplant offers a beacon of hope for many ESRD patients. It involves replacing the damaged kidney with a healthy one from a donor. While a transplant can significantly improve the quality of life, it is not without its challenges. The body's natural response is to reject the new organs, so patients require immunosuppressive medications to prevent this. These medications, while crucial, can have side effects and impact nutrient metabolism. Post-transplant, there's a risk of weight gain, elevated blood sugar, and high cholesterol. Dietary management focuses on maintaining a healthy weight, managing blood sugar levels, and ensuring heart health. It's also essential to monitor sodium and fluid intake, especially in the initial post-transplant phase, to support the new kidney and ensure its proper function. After undergoing a kidney transplant, the dietary journey doesn't end, it evolves. The immediate post-transplant period requires a high-calorie, high-protein diet to aid in recovery and compensate for the increased metabolic rate. 
as the body adjusts to the new kidney and the effects of medications, dietary needs shift. Calcium and phosphorus balance, which was a concern during CKD, remains crucial. Immunosuppressive medications can impact bone health, making it essential to ensure adequate calcium intake and monitor phosphorus. Blood sugar management becomes a focal point, especially for patients on steroids, which can elevate blood sugar levels. This might necessitate a diet low in simple sugars and rich in complex carbohydrates. Lastly, food safety is paramount. The immunosuppressive medications reduce the body's ability to fight off infections, so it's vital to avoid undercooked or raw foods and ensure proper food hygiene. Throughout the journey of CKD from its early stages to ESRD and even post-transplant, one theme remains consistent, the need for continuous monitoring. Kidney function, dietary intake, fluid balance, and overall health are in a constant state of flux. Regular checkups, blood tests, and urine analysis become integral to track these changes. Dietary adjustments, while crucial, are not static. As kidney function changes, so do dietary needs. For instance, protein intake might need tweaking based on the latest lab results or the onset of dialysis. Similarly, potassium and phosphorus levels in the blood can dictate changes in dietary sources of these minerals. Beyond just diet, monitoring also encompasses tracking symptoms, managing medications, and being vigilant about potential complications, it's holistic approach where the patient in collaboration with healthcare professionals plays an active role in managing their health. Managing CKD is not a solitary endeavor. It requires a multidisciplinary approach, bringing together the expertise of nephrologists, dietitians, nurses, and even mental health professionals. Each plays a unique role in ensuring comprehensive care. Nephrologists oversee kidney function, prescribe medications, and guide treatment options. Dietitians provide tailored dietary plans, ensuring patients receive the nutrients they need while adhering to restrictions. Nurses offer support, especially during dialysis, and play a pivotal role in patient education. Mental health professionals address the emotional and psychological challenges of living with CKD, offering coping strategies and support. Together, this team ensures that patients receive holistic care, addressing not just the physical, but also the emotional and psychological aspects of CKD. While diet plays a pivotal role in managing CKD, it's just one piece of the puzzle. Embracing a holistic lifestyle is key to overall well-being. This means incorporating regular physical activity, which can help manage blood pressure, improve muscle function, and boost mood. Stress management techniques such as meditation, deep breathing exercises, and even hobbies can alleviate the psychological stress of living with a chronic condition. Sleep, often overlooked, is crucial. Ensuring adequate rest can improve cognitive function, mood, and overall health. Avoiding toxins, whether in the form of certain medications, alcohol, or even environmental pollutants like smoking, can further support kidney health. In essence, managing CKD goes beyond just dietary adjustments. It's about embracing a lifestyle that supports overall health and well-being. Today, we reviewed understanding the basics like kidneys role in nutrient metabolism, vital nutrients in CKD, how diet influences kidney health. We talked about the different stages of CKD, stage one, two, three, four, ESRD, and talked about how you focus on initially the DASH diet and then move to a more limited protein. And over time, you eventually will have to limit potassium and phosphorus. Um, And then 
end-stage renal disease where you work on dialysis and depending on the type of dialysis, you would follow different dietary restrictions. So the need to continuously monitor and adjust your dietary intake for kidney health, you need a team-based approach and you need to adopt a holistic lifestyle for optimal kidney health. Your kidneys, though small, play a monumental role in maintaining your health. From filtering waste to regulating blood pressure, their functions are diverse and vital. CKD, while challenging, is not insurmountable. With the right diet, continuous monitoring, a multidisciplinary approach, and a holistic lifestyle, you can protect your kidneys and ensure their health for years to come. Remember, every positive step, whether it's a dietary change, a walk in the park, or a regular checkup, contributes to your kidney health and overall well-being. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.